It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We are portable. You're not tied down to your car. You got to work. Oh, I want to hear what's coming up. Just listen on the app. Take us with you. We're on ESPNU. You can download the podcast after the fact. You can listen on your smart speakers during it. Presented by Progressive Insurance. You can join the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Which team had the most impressive win on Sunday? We were thinking, would it be the Cowboys, the obvious answer, or the Chiefs? What do you like, the whooping or the team that has to come back on, you know, missing down some pieces has to come back on a team, right? But then people brought up different teams, the Bengals, a few others thrown in there. Them boys, man. And then who's the best offensive weapon in the NFL? You mentioned Tyreek or Kelsey. They used to be on the same team. What about Saquon Barkley? What about Christian McCaffrey? What about Justin Jefferson? I don't want to participate in this. Why not? Why not? Because if I say the wrong name, yeah. then Someone they'll be you. getting tweeted at. Not me. I know. And it really, by the way, everyone should know it really hurts Key's feelings when you tweet at him and it has him question his no, whole No, they tweet at Jay. at me for him. And he... <laughs> he gives me the information because he's he you know he monitors into the, the Twitter world. Yeah, yes, he's plugged if into the multiverse. World, I don't know. Is it still a world yeah. these days? <laughs> yeah, the multiverse. Jay, Jay's got property all over the multiverse. <laughs> no, I mean, is the Twitter world still a world? I, I thought they Jay was telling me something about they are going to get rid of Twitter or something. He was telling me I don't. We know. don't really know what's going on. It's uh, it's Elon Musk show. Yeah. So, meantime, guys. We have Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, of course, coach with us right now from Bristol, Connecticut. Coach, we've been talking all morning about the Giants and the Jets and the concerns. Giants, you know, Wandell and, and you know, Adoree, they have me thinking, okay, we got something cooking here. Now they're both down with injury. The Jets, meantime, that quarterback looks a mess. Let's start with the Jets. How should they handle Zach Wilson, coach? Well, I, I think after the game – first thing that, that, that should really happen uh, when you play a game like that, uh, and I think Coach Salas is, is doing a fine job with the Jets, um, you need to talk to the quarterback. Mm. Uh, when the game's over, generally, you know, the first thing I would always do was, was walk down the tunnel and find the quarterback and kind of tell him what I was going to say. Not saying you got to repeat what I'm going to say, but we got to do what's in the best interest of the football team. So when you go to the microphone – we're on the same page. And I think this young man, you know, he's learning that not only do you have to play quarterback in New York, it's, it's tough alone, uh, but also dealing with the media and how you say things. And, and I just think that that has to be part of the head coach's process now. And I think Coach Salas, uh, you know, he's, like I said, doing a great job. That's part of it as well because you got to be on the same page with that guy. And uh, after the game, obviously, um, you know, what he said, you know, everybody's kind of looking at but he's, he's a young guy, and um, it was hard yesterday. It, it was very hard yesterday, and uh, I think he'll learn from that. Herm, you, you've had to make some tough choices and decisions as a head coach, and 
in both college as well as in the pros with the Jets in Kansas City and even as a defensive back coach with me in Tampa Bay. When is the right time, if at all, if you don't see progress in this young man, Zach Wilson, to turn the page and look to do something else at the quarterback spot? It reminds me of my days with you guys down in Tampa when we had a, a young promising quarterback in Sean King, but we had to eventually turn the page because that Hall of Fame defense was going to be wasted. When when do you turn the page? Well, I, I think, he you make a great point. Um, I think it's a little early yet. I mean, you know, he, he's a young quarterback. And, and um, new head coach, new system, all, all those things, you know, ha- have a lot to do with this. And it's easy to – to change the quarterback, it's always easy to change the guy. But uh, who's the guy you're going to replace him with, right? And why are you making that change? And I just think that I don't know if they're there yet. You know, look, the, the Jets are, are, are still in playoff contention. Uh, I don't know if they win the division, uh, but they can find their way in the playoffs. So I think, you know, as you go through this, it's, it's a tough decision. I think when the team, when you get a sense of your football team, and they don't feel like the quarterback uh, can help them win or the quarterback is preventing them from winning, uh, you got to feel that as a head coach and you got to make a decision. So then, Herm, after hearing Zach Wilson answer that question yesterday about did he feel like he let the defense down and him saying no, the next time this team gets together, if you were Robert Sala, how would you address that with Zach? And also, how would you address that with Zach and the team collectively together in order to help them put their best foot forward and move forward as a unit? Well, first of all, I, I, would, I would talk to the quarterback. That would be a, uh, a conversation we'd have together, uh, not in front of the team, obviously. And then he'd have to find his way to, 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 to talk to the team as well, the quarterback, eventually. On, on his own, I don't know if you put him up there and say you need to I – mean, look, these guys get it, and I think what, what Silas will do – He'll talk to the team. I mean, he's going to have a meeting with the team, obviously, and say, hey, look, there's some things said, whatever, and, and he'll clean that up. But don't lose sight of this. They're still in the runnings to get into the playoffs. I mean, that, that, that was a hard loss. We, we get all that. But you can't let your emotions of what just happened affect the rest of the season. I mean, there's seven football games left. I mean, <laughs> these guys are, are, are going to get in the playoffs, but, but, but they got to play better. They got to play better offensively, for sure. Mm. Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, former head coach in the pros as well as in college, joining us this morning with Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Herm, the NFC East, <laughs> as they used to call it, the least. But now it's the beast of the NFL when you got four teams all above 500, all fighting for playoff spots. We got the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Giants, and obviously the Washington Commanders. Are the Cowboys for real? We saw what they did to the Vikings a team that was 8-1. and one. They went in and they built in a team coming off a high against the Buffalo Bills, and they just defensively annihilated them. Well, I think um, when I watched that game yesterday, and we talked about it last week, uh, Dak Prescott needed to play the type of game he played yesterday, and I, I thought he was really good. Throwing the ball, they, they didn't ask him to go throw 40 times, but he was very accurate. Um, he put that team on his shoulders, basically, and, and really went in there to Minnesota, a good football team, a playoff team, knowing they're going to go on the road, and they're playing against a, a caliber football, a good caliber football team. And what they did is they put them in a position to where, as they scored points, the Minnesota Vikings don't want to play that game, where they have to drop back and throw the football. They took the run away from them, 
and they, they got a commanding lead, and then they let their rushers go get the quarterback. And I thought it was a game that when I watched Dak, and I said it last week, he needs to make some, some big plays in the passing game and did a nice job of, of keeping his poise in the pocket, going through his progressions, obviously hit Pollard a couple times on some big pass plays, but I thought he played very well, as well as the Cowboys. They made a statement yesterday. Now. Talking to Coach Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Coach, so that's Dallas. You know, it's so funny. It's a roller coaster ride, right? Cowboys fans, oh, my God, the sky is falling. As you know, like Jets fans, one, one moment it's all, and then the next moment, we're the greatest team of all time. But they sure look great when you drop back a lot, right? And Micah can do his thing. But they're not going to see that in the playoffs, presuming they make the playoffs. I do. Um, they're going to have some teams that are going to run it against you and play the way it's been successful against Dallas. So that said, can you make the argument, even with their problems against the run when a quarterback doesn't drop back a ton, that they're the best team in the NFC? Are they a Super Bowl team right now? If they play like they did yesterday, they are. Because they were clicking on all cylinders. I mean, it was kind of fun to watch. And, and look, I'm an eagle guy. I'm not going to – I ain't going to deny it, okay? But, but they, they, they went on the road and played a good football team in the Vikings. Say what you want. You know, it, but, but they went on the road and, 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 and won a game where a lot of people said this could be a close game. And they just – they put the hammer down and they, should, they never looked back. And it was kind of, whoa, this is pretty impressive. I mean, this is what Jerry Jones was saying about his football team, right? And it's all about the quarterback. I mean, the way he played yesterday, he did a nice job, guys. Yeah. Yeah, Herm, stay right there for me. So they went on the road, right, and they beat the Minnesota Vikings. I don't think think they'll win the division. I think the division will go to Philadelphia. Yeah. Even, you know, that's kind of what I'm looking at, Philly's schedule and the whole deal. So when they go on the road, They've got to go on the road throughout the playoffs, assuming that those one or two seeds or something like that don't get knocked off. Can they go to Captain America's home in Tampa Bay when they're healthy again and beat Tom Brady? Can they go beat Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia? Can they go beat the San Francisco 49ers, assuming that they are probably going to win that division if Seattle doesn't, but then they would have to go to Seattle in the mist and the rain and the 12th man and all that other stuff. Can they go on the road? and win four games or three games plus a neutral site and win it all? Keyshawn, that's tough, and you know that as, as a former player. I know that as a former player and a coach. It's, it's, this is why you're trying to create home field advantage for yourself when you get in the playoffs. But what they did yesterday was very impressive. And remember, that gives them confidence, right? I mean, that, that, that road game, and you can say what you want. And a lot of people are saying, well, the Vikings aren't that good. Ah, the Vikings are a good football team. But Dallas really kind of stepped up to the plate yesterday, and everybody was watching them, right? And really just, it wasn't close. It wasn't even close. You see what, Herm, what I love about where Dallas is right now, and, and granted, a lot of people are going to jump on the roller coaster ride, and Key and I talk about this all the time, Key, is the fact, like, when you go through adversity as a team, it forces you to come together. Everything they've been through this year so far, about people wanting to run Mike McCarthy out of there, Sean Payton's looming in the bushes. Uh, what's going on with, you know, like they're, they're DC, like he's going to get the job. Uh, Cooper Rush, oh, well, he has a better QBR than Dak Prescott. Like all these cases, all, it's all led to this moment for where this team is. And Dak played his tail off yesterday. If you're Dallas, you're like, yeah, keep downing us. Let's stay hungry. But, but you know, but, but I'm going to tell you this. That's the history of the Cowboys. 
that that goes back to to, to when, when when I was playing against the Cowboys. Mm. You know, they're the team. There's a reason they put the star in the middle of the field. <laughs> there's a reason they did that, right? They get a lot of notoriety, these Cowboys, whether they're winning or losing. So when you're a Cowboy football player, you get that. I mean, you understand that. That's You better be a tough-minded guy when you go to Dallas. First of all, think about it. When the game ends, Jerry Jones talks to the press before the head coach of the players. He's already having a press conference. <laughs> you got to deal with that. So when you're a Cowboy player, you have to deal with all that. And that's just part of it. It's part of being the Cowboy and wearing the star. Now, we were talking originally about the Jets and the concern and Zach Wilson and all that. Now we're on to the Cowboys. The fact is, the team I root for is in the NFC East. That's the New York football Giants, who've had a great season compared to expectations so far. But then, laid an egg yesterday. Look, they had a lot of injuries. They had, you know, Daniel Jones finally turned the ball over. We're going to get to all of that in a moment with Coach Herm Edwards. But, guys... You see what time it is, 10 after the hour, and we're a little heavy on that, a little late. You're going to hear the winning word every single hour through the end of the show, December 7th. You're going to hear a winning word. When you hear it, you text it to 777-000, and you're entered for your chance to win. Okay. And the winning word this hour. To win $2,500. You realize we've given away over 75 Gs so far. $2,500. The winning word is hello. Hello. H-E-L-L-O. Hello. hello. As in you win, you play to win the game. Hello. hello. When you hear that, it's in honor of our distinguished guest on the phone right now, the great Herm Edwards. When you hear the winning word, that is hello. You text it 777 and you're entered for your chance to win. We're doing it every weekday from now until the end of the show, December 7th. No purchase necessary. Ends December 7th, 2022. See so complete official rules at ESPNRadio.com. Hello. So, Coach, now we're talking my beloved New York football giants. But coach, I do want you to know your soundbite is giving somebody $2,500 yeah. cash money in their Is pocket. that real money or monopoly? That, that no, looks no, like no, it's real money now. That, that looks like the kind of uh, suitcase that Key always carries. <laughs> You know, he's got a suit. He's got two suitcases. One with his, you know, one one with his dress stuff in there. Another one with just cash money. He's just a cash, cash guy, right? Yeah, that, that, that you you hear hello? We've given away seventy-seven thousand dollars thus far. I love seventy-seven thousand dollars. Coach, so the Giants way ahead of schedule in my opinion. Not the most talented team on offense, but they kept it nice and simple. Like keep it simple, stupid. Run the ball. Use Saquon. Don't turn the ball over, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Is there like a tipping point, though, in terms of talent? Like a Dory Jackson, Wandell was coming on. Now they're gone. It feels like, to me, you can only do it with so much spit and bubble gum, right? Like they're going to have to – what do they do here? they got to keep playing the way they play. I mean, you can't change that. Uh, and so when you lose a game, you know, all of a sudden, well, we got to change. No, you don't. Don't turn the ball over. That, that's one. You turn it over three times against a Lion team, all of a sudden, what, they've won three in a row now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right? they score so, points. You know, and, 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 and their offense is pretty good, the Lions' offense. You know, Jared Goff's a veteran quarterback. I mean, they do some nice things offensively, defensively. They play hard and tough. They created some turnovers, and, and that's always a problem when you play like the Giants are trying to play. You know, they're going to manage the game with the quarterback some. They're going to run the ball. The runner couldn't get started yesterday. That's a problem. And you turn the ball over, give a team a short field, that's another problem, right? So it happens. It's football. That's what makes the league so great. People don't realize it's hard to win a game. 
You know, you look at records of teams. All these guys are professional football players. Oh, I thought they were due to get popped, Coach. I, I like the Lions here because, like, you know, you're going to lose some games you're supposed to win. They were scoring a lot of points. You're not going to lose every game close like they were losing. The Giants are going to win every game close like they were winning. You're at home. Your guard comes down a little. You got Dallas coming up on Thanksgiving. It was kind of the perfect spot to get popped, and that's where they got popped for sure. Like no, you, you said, know, the Giants are ahead of schedule, yep. right? They're yeah, ahead they of schedule. Are. No, they are for sure. But like you said, though, Hearn, play within yourself and do what got you there. For some reason, they got away from running the football. They got spooked, and they decided they're going to drop Daniel Jones back 44 times. Two interceptions later, you lose a football game, opposed to giving Saquon Barkley more than 15 attempts. I felt like that's where they lost the game at. No, Key, you're you're exactly right, and you don't need to panic. I mean, the, the problem is when you play a team that has a losing record, Right, you're trying to convince your players. Hey, look, we got to get ready to play these guys. These guys are going to be physical. I, I think the players understood that. But as the game goes on and the score stays tight, all of a sudden you're saying, "Well, we should be winning by more than this, or we got to get a lead." And then you get out of your comfort zone. And they got out of their comfort zone yesterday. Turned the ball over. The runner didn't touch it enough. And here's what happens. Hey, Herm, what do you think about? Because I'm worried about this, right? Like I thought. Their game last week, they got a win against the Texans. I thought they should have beat the Lions. It would have give, given them some kind of cushion. But now you're hoping that Arizona can get a big, get big win against the 49ers, helping with this, AFC, um, this NFC wild card, but still going against the Eagles, the Commanders twice. Like in your own division, like these rivals, what do you think the chances of the Giants actually making the playoffs are? Well, I think this. Um, when you, I think there's nine teams over there in the NFC East. There's seven spots, right? Um, it's 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 a seven game season. Um, it's a race to nine. If you can get nine wins, you're probably going to get in as a wild card, right? I don't know if nine wins. Well, nine wins could win one division. <laughs> Obviously, where the Bucks play, right? Nine wins could win that division. Uh, you 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 would you would hope if you get nine, you're going to get in there somewhere. And it's a seven game season. And and this is what players wait. This is what players do all season. The off season, they say we got to make a run in the playoffs. The month of December and November are big in the playoffs, and that's when you got to win games because you, you're running out of games. And the number's nine. I think if you can get to nine, you're going to get in. Hey, Herm, we talked about your last team in the New York Jets and trying to figure out how to get things going on the offensive side of the ball for them with Zach Wilson. With this other team you coach, I don't think we got to figure out oh. what to do on the offensive side over there, right? Because they got Patrick Mahomes and a whole slew of weapons. Can anybody – I mean, obviously, any given Sunday, anybody can beat you. But what is the likelihood that they won't represent the AFC in the Super Bowl in the big toaster in Arizona? Well, um, if they turn the ball over, uh, that, that, that's, that's you know, that, that, that can happen because they're loose with the ball at times. Did, did you know? Did you what? Look, the quarterback's great. Everyone knew when he got the ball yesterday, uh, with a minute whatever left. They said it was about you know, a buck thirty. And in the fourth quarter, and, and and all great quarterbacks do this. They want the ball in the last possession, because that's how they that's how they build their legacy, and they take your team right down the field, and they score a touchdown, or they put them, or you know, they get a field goal and win a game. It's about the quarterback in 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 the, in the waning moments in the fourth quarter. And he's done it now consecutively, right? I mean, this dude has won. He has not lost a game in the division. He's, what, at what, 14 now? Uh, I think Joe Legend, Montana, has 20. Peyton Manning had 12. But when he got the ball, I just sat there, it's over. And I said, 
you better guard Kelsey. You better figure out how to guard that guy, right? And I thought what he did with his mind when he read the two-man coverage and took off and ran, you could just see it unfolding, and all of a sudden they gained more confidence, and it was like it's just a matter of time. The Chargers, you know, and, and, and Hubert, Herbert did a great job. He had the ball. They scored, but the problem is they left too much time on the clock. See, and that's how I feel about Dak Prescott being able to understand when he needs to. Okay, so it's two men. Everybody back his turn. Oh, my God, there's no Mike Middle. Oh, okay, let me just pick up this 18 yards. Yeah, and Key, you make a great point, and this is where they miss Bosa, right? Hmm. Because all of a sudden, you know, that's a different element to their rush. Like Jones. Jones makes the big play for them on defense. Yeah. He gets the big sack, mm-hmm. right? And, and, you know, we all talk about this other stuff, but Bosa, all of a sudden, if he's in that situation, you know, and the way you rush the quarterback when you play two-man, you have to make sure he can't run up the middle on you. Those guys got to keep those A-gaps controlled, and the outside guys got to put him in a cage. You can't, can't run past the quarterback. And here's the key in two-man, Key, and you know this. The safeties have to become part of the run game because yeah. everyone's back is turned to the ball because those guys are playing man-to-man, inside-out. They can't see anything. Their backs are turned away from the quarterback. That's the danger of playing two-man. But them safeties have to come alive. The first thing you tell a safety, screens and draws, and a quarterback run, you got to come out of the secondary and help us make the tackle. The great Herm Edwards, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN NFL analyst from Bristol, joining Keyshawn J. Willemax this morning. Thanks, as always, Coach. All right. Thank you. A lot of football left. Seven-game season. Seven-game season, Herm. That's almost almost half a season back in the old days a couple years ago, right? That's almost (laughs) half a season. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Kyrie Irving, meantime, returned last night in Brooklyn's win over Memphis. What does his return mean for Brooklyn moving forward? Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, your ESPN app. You click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We are portable, and we're presented by Progressive Insurance. So Kyrie, I just read it in SportsCenter, uh, Jay. Kyrie said he's set to, quote, move forward with the Nets after winning in his return. Here is Kyrie uh, at the pregame press conference. I just want to offer my uh, deep apologies to all those who are impacted uh, over these last few weeks, um, specifically my uh, Jewish relatives, my black relatives, uh, you know, all races and cultures. I feel like we all felt the impact, and I don't stand for anything uh, close to hate speech or anti-Semitism or anything that is anti going against the human race. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like we all should have an opportunity to speak for ourselves uh, when things are assumed about us. And uh, I feel it was, it was necessary for me to stand in this place and take accountability for my actions. Yeah, good for Kyrie, except, you know, apology already offered and accepted right like he apologized in writing already he now is apologizing again i don't know how many times i'm jewish how many times can i accept the guy's apology got it um i think people at this point maybe it's time to move forward so the question is what does his return mean for the brooklyn nets moving forward jay well first off let me just address the apology i I frankly thought the diatribe that he gave on social media was a legit apology it was his understanding. I mean, he took you through his feelings and everything. Maybe hearing the words for people gave meaning to the apology because maybe some people felt like the apology was forced because of all the, the mandating that the team made him. But it, it does – it still leaves an interesting and weird taste in my mouth, Key. I don't know how you feel about it because it feels like it was um, – we're still going to make you go through all these things in order to get back on the court and play. And, and to me, it just see, it still seems like it overstepped. Now, that's not the league. That's more did, so on the team did itself. They, did, he, did he go through it, Jay? Or yes. Did we know? Yes. So he actually did go yes. through it. That just goes he to had to show go you through it all. You, you, just, you know me, Jay. I'm like, I don't, I don't really, you know, yeah. he apologized yeah, yeah. a while ago like Max said. And, and so, I mean, Max works with me, Jewish guy. Max said, oh, I accept it. So then at that point, I'm like, well, if you accept it, I'm good with it too. I don't need to continue to follow it and pay attention to it that way. It's good to see him be able to join back with his team and things of that nature. And hopefully he he learned something from the little bit of experience that he he's had over the last couple of weeks about certain things that people look at in life. Yeah, Kyrie, I, as I said, I think people conflated, on the one hand, how dug in he was on a certain kind of sociological position. And on the other hand, the idea that Kyrie just doesn't like to be told what to do. Right. And so you're dealing with the media. No one likes to be told you know, what to of do. Co- yeah, of course. But some people less than others. And I would say Kyrie is in that category and he's headstrong. Right. And so and so 
the media is asking you certain questions. You feel like you're, you're in a certain mood, a certain, and you're like, you know what? To hell with it. Now I'm going to double down. And then it's not just, well, now he's being forced. I'm sure he considers it for a while and goes, I, if people think I have something against a group of people, that's not me. Let me just make that very clear. I'm sorry if they thought I did. I don't. Yep. And, and at that point, for me, and I understand all the nuances of, of the different ways that anti-Semitic tropes have existed and flourished through the years. I'm very aware of it. And I'm just saying, like, really what you want to know is, dude, where are you coming from? I'm coming. I'm not. I, I don't hate anybody. Okay, good. Done. Next. You know, well, let's you know, move you know, on. But at any rate, what does it mean for the Nets, Jay? As a player, what does it mean? <laughs> you don't want to let me keep digging in that path. Well, but kid. you can keep digging. But I mean, <laughs> no, like, no, no, what? No, no, it's... <laughs> you keep digging. Go ahead. <laughs> Y'all funny, man. No, man. Y'all like two old couples married. Well, that's what makes yeah, that's what makes our show great. I, I, last thing I just want to say real quick. Mm-hmm. Yo, Kyrie and Kanye are on two different paths, and it just feels like media and people just lump them together like uh. that's the same. I, I, just, I don't want to say that. And I can, I can dive into that another time. Yes, please. Um, on the court, it still means that talent-wise, they are a team that should be competing for an NBA championship. Ben Simmons last night gave you 22 points, 12 rebounds, a missing link. He is, he's been more aggressive the last couple of games, and that's what you want to see from him. He's, not, he's in the starting lineup. He's not coming off the bench. I think Kyrie adds a dynamic scoring threat, the best dynamic scoring threat in the league, along with Kevin Durant. Team still has ways to go defensively, but at least you feel like they have a pulse. And, and now it comes back to basketball. And that is where Kevin Durant excels, Key. At the end of the day, KD just wants to play basketball. And if Kyrie's on the court, compared to with Ben Simmons and the pieces, Seth Curry, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, they have the pieces to win a championship. And that's what you want this team to have, it being on the court and them having the best chance to win a, a chip. Is, is there, is there going to be anything else you think, Jay? Like anything? I mean, obviously you can't forecast the future, but do you foresee – now that he's coming back, and like you say, Katie just want to play. And Ben Simmons had a good game. And now Kyrie can see, okay, if everything is put together the way it needs to be, we don't have to worry about Steve Nash. He's gone. Jacques Vaughn is there. Is there anything that can get in the way, other than injury, and derail them from the, the, the quest that they were on when they, both of these guys first signed up four years ago? The only thing, Keita, I, I don't know what the future can tell, but what I can tell you that potentially could happen, I mean, that there could be a lawsuit against the, against the Brooklyn Nets, and that could make an interesting case against some of the stuff that happened with the platform and the deal between the league and Amazon, a lot of that stuff. Like, there could be an interesting angle there. I'm not sure it could hiccup the team and what they're doing on the court, but – you know how people love to fester other conversations that bring them into what a team's trying to accomplish. I mean, the, the, the Nets, and you could say this about the Lakers, too, with AD playing hey, better hey, recently. Hey, 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 the Nets, there's a difference between saying, man, they're not going to win the championship, it's a mess, and saying there's no way they can win a championship. There's some teams where you just look at the talent on the roster, you go, okay, there's nothing that can happen in the NBA, NBA especially. If you don't have the talent, there's just nothing that could happen, no universe where they win a title. That is not the Nets. The Nets may not be perfectly constructed. The Nets may have not a lot of issues. The Nets maybe don't play defense or whatever else you want to say. Too much. What's the next thing going to be for Kyrie, Kevin Durant? Like, can he do it all by himself? Like, all these things. But what you can't say is, let me look at this Nets roster. Nope, impossible. You cannot say it's impossible. They have too much talent, and that includes Ben Simmons. 
So, at any rate, guys, we still have other things to do. The winning word, as we said this hour, what was the winning word this hour, Jay? Do you recall? We had Herm Edwards on earlier. Do you remember the winning word? Winning word. Now, we had... Uh, yes, I already know it. What was you, it, Key? You play to win the game, but what came first? Hello. 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 H-E-L-L. You said like you from the U.K., Jay. Hello. Well, you know, I visited a couple times, Key. Hello. If you text hello to triple seven triple zero, if you text hello, you're automatically entered to win $2,500. We give away $2,500 an hour. So we've been, is this the eighth day that we're doing this now? It is, isn't it? Yeah, this will be $80,000. We've given away 77500 And in the next, you know, 21 minutes, someone else is going to win $2,500. So that's going to be the 32nd person to win $2,500 listening to this show. And we're doing it every hour that we're on the air through December 7th. And we're on the air five days a week, four hours a day. Are the 49ers still in contention in the NFC? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It is time for the Monday Parlay. All right, Jay. Let's set it off. What's the first leg of the parlay? I'm going to set it up very quickly. Don't forget, text hello to 777-000 for your chance to win $2,500. We get money, but I want you to get money as well. So text that word in for your chance to win $2,500 on the KJM 10K a day giveaway. All right. My first one up today in the Monday Parlay, I got Brandon Ayuk. Over four and a half receptions. Mm-hmm. Like I just think the way the game is going to play out, he's a guy that's been playing well as of lately. Key, that's my money in the bank for tonight. 
Oh, your money in the bank. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Let's get it, son. You know? Shun? Get it, son. Shun? Um, Let's get it, son. Wait, what was mine? I had Debo, right? Yeah, Debo. Debo. What was it? Four? Four, four and it? a half receptions four and a half. is four the over-under. Yeah, I'm over. I'm over. Because he'll get a little couple screens, swing passes. Um, so, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll have about seven, eight catches tonight. All right, now the over-under for receiving yards for George Kittle is 41 and a half. And I am taking the over. George Kittle has not statistically set the world on fire this year, right? But that is no, a he's been in and out of the lineup. Yep, too. that is a quality, quality player when he is on the field. You know, he was pushing Travis Kelsey's. Who's the best tight end in the league a couple of years ago? Yeah, I don't know. I I like him, but he he was not never the same kind of receiver. Level. But it doesn't have to be to get forty-one and a half. So I like the over there. So what do you think, James? Was he pushing him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the question. Jay's like, yeah. So, Brandon Ayuk, Jay's taking the over, four and a half. We're all taking the over. Jay on the receptions for Ayuk, four and a half. Key on the receptions for Debo, four and a half. Me on the receiving yards for Kittle, 41 and a half. How good are the 49ers? What do you have the Niners in the NFC, Key? I think they're like, I think they're they're somewhere in that 3-4 range. I'm scared to put them in. I'm scared to put him in front of the Buccaneers, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me right? too. Me too. I feel the same way. Like I got, I got obviously Philadelphia and Dallas. Mm-hmm. Then I got that Buck Seattle 49er kind of all hanging out together and chilling. Yeah, I think like if you like the Buc- if you like the Niners, and there's a lot of reasons to like the Niners. They're a little more, they're a little uh, younger, and uh, than the uh, than the uh, Bucks, but. If you like the Niners, then for the same reasons, you ought to like the Bucks. Only the difference is Brady's better than Garoppolo, right? So, like, you ought to like the Bucks a little more than Brady. Uh, th- th- yeah, than, yeah than, but the it's, something about, it's something about they have been hit and miss. Like, they, they, they've had people in and out of the lineup, but they haven't been consistent, you know? They just haven't been consistent where I feel like the Niners have just been a little more consistent in their play. Even though they got four – Losses on the year, they've been consistent though. Mm-hmm. Where, the, where you look up sometime the Bucks, you're like, man, what type of team is that? What do you think, Jay? You think the Bucks are coming on or are they hit and miss? I, I think the Bucks are hit and miss. Uh, I still like the Niners. I would have the Niners favored above the Bucks, just because I, I like the interchangeable pieces. And as Key has made mention to, I mean, there are pieces that are in and out, but. I think the addition to CMC, man, it creates a different dynamic for them offensively. I just love the fact they got the best receiver who is a running back and the best running back who is a receiver on the same team. They got Debo and CMC on the same team. That's just and, a lot to deal with. And then I haven't – I feel like I haven't seen Seattle play in a couple weeks, so I kind of – Yeah, Seattle only played one game in the last three months, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, it just, it's just one of those type of teams, so I need to see what they look like. They're overseas. They have a bye. They, you know, yeah. I need to see what they look like. The Giants, eh, I know what that is. Who else is left? I mean, that's that's pretty much. So it. you have the Niners third or fourth? I I, I kind of I don't know. I, I'm stuck. Like I said, I got the Niners, the Bucks, and Seattle all scrapping for that third spot. Jay, I don't do you, even. What do you have? Minnesota's have in there, and the, yeah, I don't Minnesota is like fifth to me. Yeah, I have the Niners. I'll tell you right now exactly. I got them four. Um, Philly and Dallas and Tampa. I got one, two, three. And then I might even have Tampa ahead of Dallas. But I know Dallas is coming off a crazy good win, but, like, you can run on them. But at any rate. You would have Tampa ahead of Dallas? Maybe. Maybe. Because when push comes to shove, when it counts the most, give me Tom Brady over Dak Prescott. 
So, but yeah, that that's that that, yeah. that's, that was fair in the past. Yeah, right. And we'll see if it still holds true. But and I would have San Francisco right there four. I'd have them four. He has them anywhere between three and five. So kind of the same thing. What about you, yeah. Jay? I have them at three. Three. You have San Francisco. Like, so I think like three, four, like right now. Three, range. four, that's five, fair. somewhere there. I think if we average it out, we get to four. Right. If Probably. we average all our where our standings are, four, maybe four plus. Right. I mean, a little bit better than four. So it's so sad, though. So many teams in the NFC we don't even mention. <laughs> yeah, but like, like we, we don't even mention about? the Rams, right? Because they're just like nothing to mention. We don't even talk about Arizona, like New Orleans, Atlanta. You know, it's just like what happened to Carolina? Ah, there's so many teams we don't even talk about. Yeah, but because what it comes down to is if a team doesn't have a quarterback you don't be- you believe in, I mean, that's the kind of league it is. Either you believe in the quarterback, you got to at least have. We didn't even mention Green Bay. Think about that. Yeah, well, Green Bay is like cooked because of the record. Uh, yeah, I don't... No, but I mean, it's just it, you, you think about it coming into the season in the first month of September, I mean, the first week of September, yo, Green Bay couldn't fall out of our mouths, right? Yep. It's Green Bay, Green Bay. Yep. Now we like... Yeah, whatever. I'm yeah. still. I still give them one more week. <laughs> I give Green Bay. I can't help it. No, I can't give them one and, more week. And the thing about the Vikings is, guys, it's I have Kirk Cousins 15. One to Kirk Cousins. I got him 15. It's a good player, starting quarterback. 16. right in the middle of the pack. I had, then I 16 one week. Then he moved up a, a, a slot to 15. We'll see where he is this week after this performance yesterday. But so because their O line is horrible and they got sacked seven well, times. I, he well I, horrible. I mean, they're facing Michael Parsons. But I'll say this: if you, this is what I mean. The reason people look at Minnesota as suspect, if you swapped Kirk Cousins out for an elite quarterback, you wouldn't say Minnesota suspect, right? You, it's because if you swapped him sure. out for Aaron Rodgers, they're going to the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, but, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, those guys, obviously. But if you had Dak Prescott in, in Minnesota, or, or if you had to, go Justin Herbert, or they if you had – yeah. A lot of guys, instead of Kirk Cousins, you'd think more highly of. But you guys just played a swap game. I mean, like yeah, Justin why Herbert has talent. He has all the talent. So well, what's that? No, he, well, yeah, but he's got a bad coach. coach. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So you're saying that Kevin, Williams, O'Connell, you're saying Kevin O'Connell is a way better coach than Brandon Staley? He's you in the conversation. I don't know, but he's in the conversation. He's in the conversation for coach of the year, Jay. no sense. Jay, he's in the conversation for coach of the year. He has Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. He, he didn't have them. He didn't have them. He didn't have Keenan Allen most of the season. I know he did. He got him back and almost beat the Chiefs. You know, at the same day that he almost beat the Chiefs, as soon as he gets Keenan Allen back – they're they're getting waxed by the this the biggest beatdown of the season against the Cowboys in Minnesota. Yeah, go Gosh. ahead, y'all. Use these last twenty seconds up screaming. No, I'm tired of arguing. <laughs> I want to hear Max yell at you, and you cut <laughs> him off, and he yell at you again, and he cut you off. Nobody's you yell. yelling. We're having a conversation. Yeah. We're having a conversation. It just sounds like this. <laughs> That's not good radio, Max. It's, of course it is. That's the name of the game. Sports talk radio. All right, Greeny is coming up. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max will be back tomorrow Texan, at 6 a.m. Texan, hello. Get your money. Get that money, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.